0: This message you're about to listen to was recorded live at the Redeemed Christian Church of God, The Throne Room Parish, Transcorp Hill to Abuja. Be blessed as you listen. In the book of Jeremiah 1, 11 and 12, the Lord came himself and he said to Jeremiah, Jeremiah, what do you see? God is right here this morning. Jesus is standing right here at the altar and he's asking you and I, what do you see? What do you see? Are you seeing Sister Chichi? Are you seeing just an ordinary day or you're seeing that the chair of Pastor Tunde is empty? He's coming. He's on his way coming. What do you see? Jeremiah said, Lord, I see the branch of the almond tree. And God said to him, You have seen well. Because I will hasten my word to perform it. My prayer for you this morning is that you will see well in Jesus' name. There was a man who couldn't see. And that was the servant of Elisha. In the book of 2 Kings six and verse 17. He was frightened. He was scared. And Elisha prayed a prayer and said, Lord, open his eyes that he may see. And the Lord opened his eyes and he saw the mountain filled up with chariots of fire all around Elisha. My prayer is that you will see this morning in the name of Jesus. See, I've been praying this prayer. I am here. I've been asked to minister in this first service. And I've been praying because asking God, what are you going to do in the midst of your children today? And God gave me all these things I've been telling you now. I've been praying for days. And as a proof that this morning is not an ordinary morning, I was sitting down there. And God opened somebody's eyes to see. And she saw. She didn't see Sister Chichi. She saw something. Something that made her to come to me, to tell me shaking what she saw. And she wanted to be the first to hug me and receive what she saw. I don't know what you're seeing this morning. Please, can we just rise up? I want you to pray that prayer with all your heart this morning. And say, Father, open my eyes to see. Lord, open my eyes to see because God wants to beautify somebody's life this morning. We are in the theme of bold and beautiful. God wants to make somebody's life beautiful this morning. I want you to pray and say, Father, open my eyes to see that which belongs to me. That I will not miss out on that which you have prepared for me today. Somebody cry out to God with all your heart. My leg, bro, sokoto, and my prayer is that more people will see Jesus because Jesus is standing at his altar. Amos said in Amos 9 and verse 1, I saw the Lord standing at his altar, the Lord is here the Lord is here to heal the Lord is here to do a new thing the Lord is here to put a new garment of praise on somebody, the Lord is here to put a beautiful garment on somebody I don't know what it is that you want God to do God is here to do so much today, I want you to cry out to God and say, Father, open up my eyes to see My Father, open up my eyes to see. When the Lord was asking me, what do you see, Chi-Chi? I saw that God is going to heal. And every single utterance that has been coming, from the prayers in the morning to the prayers before the, the world Is about God who open eyes. God who heal. God who heal emotional needs. God who heal issues. God who heal issues. What is it that is bent over? God is going to straighten it up today. What is that thing that is... Limiting you from entering into that beautiful place that god has for you god is going to address it today god is going to bring healing to somebody today cry out to god and say let that person be me he says the word of god was preached to many but they did not mix it with faith my prayer is that this morning you will mix the word of god with faith and you will receive your own in the name of jesus this is a prophetic prayer a prophetic service rather a prophetic service
1: a prophetic service. The word of God is powerful. The word of God is sharper.
0: than any two-edged sword piercing to dividing us under. The word of God is able to cut that filthy garment and take it away. God wants to cut away everything that is not beautiful in your life. I want somebody to pray this morning. Pray this morning. Our coming here will not be wasted. The anointing of God, the power of God that has been released already, that has been unleashed already, will not be wasted. Prayer, say, Father, do a beautiful work in my life. Thank you, everlasting Father, in the mighty, precious name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus, you may be seated. Let me just share the word of God briefly. Then we enter into that other portion where he wants us to be. I've titled this message, Be Bold, Put on Your Beautiful New You. Tell your neighbor, be bold. Put on your beautiful new you. When you talk about beauty, everybody thinks it's about fashion. Everybody thinks it's about the beautiful dress you're wearing or the beautiful fashion. But that's not what God is talking about. That's not what God is talking about. And when we're talking about the theme for the Women's International Day or Week, it's be bold for change. So boldness is not rudeness. Some people think that boldness is rudeness. Boldness is not rudeness. Boldness does not mean that when you see your elder, like even what happened yesterday, little girl seeing somebody who is like double her age, she was rude. Because she had be bold, be beautiful. That's not what God is talking about. God is talking about the beauty that comes from the inside of you. God is talking about the bold who are able to enter into his presence. Hebrews 4 and verse 16. He says, Come boldly into the presence of God to obtain. God is talking about the boldness that comes on you when you put on Jesus Christ. And then you can come boldly as a daughter, as a son of the kingdom. As a daughter, a son of the kingdom. I remember one day somebody came into the church, into my office, rather. He came into my office. I wasn't expecting him to just come straight into my office. My staff were not there. I was shocked. And it was somebody with his legs twisted, really twisted. And I just said, ah, what are you doing here? He said he came to ask me for money. And suddenly the Spirit of God took over me. But he didn't understand it was the Spirit of God that took over me. I said, how dare you enter my office? Who told you you can just walk into my office like that? Why? Is it because your legs are bent? Then you think you're already deformed? The man was so shocked. He was looking at me. I said, is it because your legs are twisted? And you think you can just walk into my office and come and start begging for money? No. You're not allowed. Are you a son of the kingdom? You can't just double into the, the palace of the king just like that? When you're not a son of the kingdom, are you born again? He was just looking at me, so, you know, shaking and all of that. I said, no, you can't enter into the house of the master if you have no access. You must give your heart to Jesus Christ before you can come. I said, there's nothing wrong with you. If you say because your legs are twisted that you're, you're deformed, that's a big insult on your father. Because the word of God says you are wonderfully, you are fearfully made. You are made in the image of God. I said there is a beautiful woman somewhere who is so interested in that twisted leg. That is all she wants. The twisted leg. So who told you that you're deformed? You're only deformed when you're not born again. You're deformed when you're not born again. You're not beautiful. There's nothing beautiful about somebody who is not born again. If you like, you have all the money. If you like, you have all the anything you have. You are ugly. If you are not born again, and that's what God is talking about this morning. So my text is from Isaiah fifty-two one and two. He says, "Awake, awake, awake, awake! Put on your beautiful garment. Awake, awake! Put on thy strength, O Zion! Put on thy beautiful garments, O Jerusalem, the holy city. For henceforth there shall no more." Come into thee, the uncircumcised and the unclean. Verse 2. Shake thyself from the dust. Arise, sit down, O Jerusalem. Lose thyself from the bands of thy neck, O captive daughter of Zion. I really don't like that version so much for this particular purpose. I want to read the easy to read version. Or English standard version rather. It says, Isaiah 52, 1 and 2. That's my text. says, awake, awake, put on thy strength, O Zion. Put on thy beautiful garments, O Jerusalem, the holy city. For henceforth, there shall no more come unto thee, the uncircumcised and the unclean. Shake thyself from the dust, arise and sit down. God is saying somebody to somebody this morning, it's time for you to wake up from your slumber. It's time for you to wake up from your slumber. It is time for you to be on fire. For how long are you going to continue to sleep? God is saying, Awake from your slumber. Awake from your slumber. He says, Put on your beautiful garment. Your beautiful garment is Jesus Christ. Can somebody show me Romans 13 and verse 14? He says, Put on Jesus. That's what he says. That is your beautiful garment. It's a very attractive garment. When you put on Jesus, you're attractive. When you put on Jesus, you are beautiful. When you put on Jesus, you put on a good smell, a good perfume. It's not about the perfume you buy from whichever shop you buy. No. You can wear all that perfume, but you will still be repulsive. Why? Because you're not putting on your beautiful garment. God gave me an illustration about us. He it says it's like the body, this body is like the, the dress you wear on the spirit. You know, every one of us, we are made up of three parts. The spirit, soul, and body. And God gave me an illustration. He says the spirit, the, the body is like the dress of the spirit. And then the soul is like every one of us that came out here, nobody came out here without wearing under, underwear. For the men, you're wearing either singlet and pants, your boxers. The women, you're wearing your pants and your bra. And God says the soul is like that to the spirit. Then your body is the dress you're wearing. So what happens if your underwear and your dress are stinking and dirty? Have you seen somebody coming to hug you? Smelling of sweat. Stinking. They have not bathed. Their clothes are dirty. Do you hug them? No. Can you imagine such a person coming for an interview? They will be chased out. Nobody will attend to them. And he says, so is all those things that are not Jesus to anyone. Remember your soul, your spirit, and your body. Three different parts. But your spirit is the one who is born again. But the dress you're putting on, like I said, is both your body and your soul. So you're putting on those things that you're supposed to have put off as a new man in Christ. Is repulsive. Sickness is one of those dirty garments. And somebody's, opening, somebody's eyes are being opened to see what sickness is. So you're not going to walk out of here with that sickness in Jesus' name. Because sickness is a dirty dress. Sickness is a dirty dress. And you're going to take that dirty dress off you in the name of Jesus. It will not be difficult anymore for you to receive your healing. When you now see sickness for what it is. Sickness is just a dirty dress. It's not part of your spirit. Your spirit is that one that gets born again. Second Corinthians 5 and verse 17 says, If any man is in Christ, he's a new creature. All things are passed away. Behold, all things have become new. That is the spirit. That is being talked about there. When you're born again, you are born again. Remember our, our text. Isaiah 52 and verse 1 and 2. He's talking about, let me just go back there so that we can read it and understand what he calls us. Awake, awake and put on thy strength, O Zion. Put on your beautiful garment, O Jerusalem, the holy city. So God is referring to you as the holy city. So the issue now for some is not about being born again. You are born again, but you're still wearing the dirty garment. That's what God is saying. You're a holy city. But you're still wearing the dirty garment of sickness. You're still wearing the dirty garments that you should have put off. What are those things that we ought to have put off? I want us to go to Colossians chapter 3. 8 and 9. See all the things we're supposed to discard. All the dirty garments that we're supposed to let go of. He says, but now you also put off all these. Anger. Wrath. Malice blasphemy, filthy communication out of your mouth. Lie not one to another, seeing that you have put off the old man with his deeds. God is saying, put off. When you put off these things, you become beautiful indeed. When you put off these things, you will not be resisted again by the devil. Do you know it's in putting on these things that the other one, the other sickness of the body too, sickness comes. When you put on anger, when you put on malice, it comes. God is saying, let us not be like the Pharisees. Matthew 23 and verse 27. Can you put it up there? He said, don't be like the Pharisees. Looking so righteous outside. But inside is full of dead men's bones and all uncleanliness. If God were to do an x ray of each and every one of us sitting down here, what are we going to see? Are we still going to see that bold and beautiful catwalk person that was walking yesterday? God loves us. He's calling us the holy city. He's not condemning us, He's only really wanting to make us beautiful. He wants us to be like Him. How is He? Psalm 48 and verse 2 says, he is beautiful for all situation. God wants us to be beautiful for all situation. Whether you're going for the catwalk, whether you're in your house, whether you're in your office, whether you're with your friends, whether you're alone in your thoughts, in your imagination, in your actions, God wants us to be beautiful for all situation. And the only person that can know whether we are truly beautiful for all situation is me, you. For yourself. You may all see me and and say, Chichi is such a wonderful person in church. But you don't really know how I am with my husband. You don't know how I am with my friends. You don't know how I am with my mother. You don't know how I am with my sisters. So this is an individual thing. God is speaking to each and every one of us. He says, put on your beautiful garment. Your beautiful garment is Jesus Christ. Your beautiful garment is Jesus Christ. He's beautiful for all situation. In every situation, Jesus is Jesus. In every situation, he doesn't change. You cannot see Jesus gossiping about another person. You cannot see Jesus lying. You cannot see Jesus being a hypocrite. That's why he says, don't be like the Pharisees. Don't be like them. Don't be like them. They're like whitewashed house. Outside is painted, looking so nice. But inside is full of dead men's bones. God is saying to us today, let's put off. Let's be bold and accept that we need to put off certain things. Let's be bold and make up our minds and say we want to be beautiful. What makes you beautiful is Jesus Christ. Every other thing is thinking. Every other thing is rubbish. Let's go back to our test. Isaiah 52. He says, the second point there, I'll read it again. Awake, awake. Put on your strength. Wake up. Can't deceive anybody. You may come to church and be up up and down like you're praying, but you're not praying. God loves you. And that's why he's saying, wake up from your spiritual slumber and begin to pray. Put on your beautiful garments. Oh, Jerusalem, the holy city from henceforth. There shall no more come into thee. The unclean, uncircumcised thing. Shake yourself from the dust and arise. God is saying, don't let the unclean things come into you again. Shake yourselves from that dust. That dust is that thing that comes to stain. That thing that comes to make you dirty again. God is saying, shake yourself from it. And then, verse He says, shake yourself from the dust, Arise and sit down. God is saying to somebody, arise and take your position. Can I hear a loud amen? God is saying, arise and take your position. You're more than this. You're more than this. God is saying to somebody like it it was said to Joshua, the high priest, in Zachariah 3 and verse 7. He says, Joshua, if only you can, can you put it up, please? Zechariah 3 and verse 7. He says, Joshua, if only you can just obey me, do my will. Where is it? He says, if only you can walk in my ways, if only you will keep my charge, then shall thou also judge my house and shall also keep my courts and I'll give thee places to walk among these that stand by. God is saying amongst us here, there are people who are going to be greater than Pastor E.A. A. Can you believe that for yourself? There are people here who are going to be bigger than David or Yedebo. Can you believe that? Don't you believe that? Your amen is so epileptic. Can I hear a loud amen? God wants us to take our place. God wants us to take our place as great men and women of God. Beautiful for all situation. Beautiful. Clothed with the power and the glory of God, but how can you get there? When that, you know the story of this Zachariah three earlier was Joshua, the high priest, was seen. Everything he was wearing filthy, 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 and the devil was accusing him. But God is saying the devil can no longer accuse us. But he, God, is telling us, put on your beautiful garment because I want to take you places. I want your shadow to raise up the dead. I want you to lay hands upon all kinds of sicknesses and they will have no choice but to bow. But before you can do that, God is saying, just put all these things off. Wear your beautiful garments because I have a great work that I want to do in your life. And then the last part of that scripture says, lose the bands from your neck, O captive daughter of Zion. What are the bands around your neck? Pride. Pride is a big band. Have you seen the fashionistas that wear those mighty uh, band on their neck and they're just walking like that? That's exactly how pride. If God opens our spiritual eyes to see how we look when we we allow pride to come. Remember what I told you? God gave me that remer. Whatever you're putting on is just a garment. The same way that sickness is a garment and you're going to tear it out of you. This morning in the name of Jesus. Pride is a garment too. It's a a locket on the neck. You're going to open it and remove it. Because it's take away the locket. Take away the thing that is on your neck. There's no need. Put on your beautiful you. In the name of Jesus Christ. Wake up from every spiritual slumber. Put on your beautiful self. What are we putting on? Let's look at it. Colossians 3. We're going to look from verse 10 now to 16. Colossians 3, 10 to 16. It says, put on the new man, which is renewed in knowledge after the image of him that created him. Verse 12. Put on therefore as elect of God, Holy and beloved. So God is calling you holy. God is calling you beloved. God is calling you the elect of God. He says, put on bowels of mercies. Put on kindness. Put on humbleness of mind. Put on meekness. Put on long suffering. Verse 13. Forbearing one another. Forgiving one another. If any man have a quarrel against any. Even as Christ forgave you, so also do ye. And put above all these things, put on charity. Another version will say, put on love, which is the bond of perfectness. Verse 15. And let the peace of God rule in your hearts, to which also you are called in one body. And says, be ye thankful. Verse 16. Let the word of God dwell richly, in you, in all wisdom, and admonishing one another in psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs. These are the things we are supposed to put on. These are the things we are supposed to put on. So this morning, I don't know how many of you are in agreement that sickness must be put off. I don't know how many of you are in agreement. I don't know what you have seen. I've told you. My prayer is that you see Jesus this morning. Jesus is standing at the altar here. He's standing right here at the altar. And he's here to burn away that filthy garment. To put himself on somebody. He's here to open your eyes to see. Because the truth is that a lot of times, except God opens our eyes to see that we're proud, we don't see. You just think that he's okay. He's not okay. Why it's not okay is because God is specially interested in you. God wants to take you to that place where the Oedekbos are. God wants to take you to that place where the Adeboyes are. God wants to take you to be greater than all of them, the Benihins of this world. God wants you to make you a Catherine Kuhlman of your own generation, greater than her. But you have to agree with God that you're getting in there. I want us to stand up this morning. I want us to stand up this morning. We are going to pray. And every filthy garment will be consumed in the name of Jesus. For as many as don't understand, you were late. You didn't hear what I said. I said God gave me a revelation. That sickness is just a garment. That all this pride and all these things are just garments. All you need to do is just remove it. Like when we all get home now, we are going to remove this dress now. There is nobody who is going to sleep in this dress for tomorrow and Monday morning. It is impossible. So this is the time to remove that ugly dress. This is the time to remove that ugly dress. Beauty is not about what you're wearing. It's about putting on Christ. Romans 13 and verse 14. So I want us to begin to talk to God right now. Every ugly garment on me, Father, let it catch fire right now in the name of Jesus. Jesus is here. He's going to burn everything to ashes. Father, every ugly garment in me, let it catch fire in the name of Jesus as many as to be serious about this, your life will never be the same again. God has told me, he says, Chi Chi, what do you see? I see God healing people. I see God settling issues. Those long outstanding issues, God wants to settle them right now, this morning. I see God healing because all those filthy garments, very easy to take away. Cancer is just a garment. Just remove it. It's no big deal. Remove it, whatever it is. That sickness that the doctors told you, why are you wearing the garment? Just tear it away somebody pray I want us to enter into the holy place I want us to enter into that place every filthy garment in me let it catch fire right now in the name of Jesus if you're not even born again you have not even started the journey but you can start it right now it's very easy It's very, very easy. Father, release your fire on that filthy garment. That rudeness, boldness is not about rudeness, like I said. Remove that bold, that rude thing, that rude garment. I don't want it. Call it by name. What do you see? Ask God to open your eyes to see Jeremiah so well. He saw well, God said, I will hasten my word to perform it. And that's what God is saying over this service. Every word coming out from this altar. Jesus is right here. He says he will hasten his word to perform it. So somebody pray. Pray like you mean it. Pray like you believe it. Mix it with faith and pray. Don't deceive yourself. The other people can say you are so wonderful. The other people unko, I then say you're wonderful. Malenge brosoko tolo brosikata, le bros tolo brosikata, le bros tolo shilala na ne shilagata. Mandele liya bronde librosikata, le brosoko tolo bro, le brosoko tolo bro, malenge The theme of this season is Ecclesiastes three and eleven. God says I will make all in my time. God is saying to somebody, it's time I want to beautify your life. It is time I want to beautify your life. As God beautify my life? Father, beautify my life. Every ugly thing in my life, I don't want it. I don't want it. I don't want rudeness. I don't want selfishness. I don't want lack of compassion. I don't want malice. I don't want gossiping, backbiting. I don't want pulling down other people. I do not want it. Lack of compassion, I don't want it at all. Father, Please tear away this ugly garment from me. Somebody pray. Malenge brosoko tolo brosikata, lebron tolo brosikata. I want to go with you, Jesus, to that holy place. I want to go with you, Jesus, to that place. Malenge brosoko tolo bro, le brosoko roroshina, libra zegerele shina, libra zende lebro sikata,
1: le brosoko tolo. Pray, 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 pray. The desperate will have the power of God unleashed on them. The desperate will have the power of God unleashed on them. If you're desperate, then God is for you this morning. If you're desperate for that beauty, that beauty, God is for you. God says to Joshua, I want to give you space in my court. I want to give you space in my court. I want to use you to do great exploits. Somebody pray. Wake up. Wake up and pray. Wake up and pray. Wake up and pray. Oh, beautiful daughter and sons. God of us, say, God. Wake up and pray. God wants to beautify your life. God wants to beautify your life. Those wrong issues, all turning issues, something that is making you to be bent over in the spiritual life God wants to address it. Some of us are working on our heads. You're upside down. Don't want to turn you back the right way. the the Oh, this is the opportunity to enter into your inheritance. Cry out to God. God, beautify me. Beautify me. When you are beautiful you can enter, you can enter, God wants you to enter, God wants you to enter, That place that has restricted you. I you to enter, but you must allow me to beautify you. Malengezeleleleche, malengezeleleleche, malengezeleleleche. For somebody God saying, forget your past experiences and move into that beautiful place I have
0: for you. Malengezeleleleche, forget your past experiences. You will always wonder why was it was that Jesus will always say, "The spirit of the Lord is upon me, for He has anointed me." It's so that He will raise the expectations for the people. This morning, I want to let you know that the Spirit of God is upon me. I am just a vessel. Jesus is standing here. He's standing right here. And he wants to tear away that ugly comment from you. So are you here this morning? You're not born again. I want you to come forward. Are you here also? There's sickness in your body. Come forward. That sickness not step out of here with you, in the name of Jesus. Can you help me, choir, please? You are here doing wonders in our midst. I worship you. Give me that song. sokotolo bro. Begin to talk to God because you are not stepping out of here with that sickness. That sickness has entered the trap of Jehovah God Almighty. sokotolo bro sikata. We believe you have been blessed by this message. To download this message, please visit our podcast at The Throne Room on your handheld device or computer. For any inquiries, call 08087-00004 or visit the Life Center at number 20 Colorado Close off Dame Street, Maitama Abuja. You can also visit our website, www.rccgthroneroom.org. You are highly lifted, highly favored. Thank you,